Queer Longing, a podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I'm Olivia Taylor. And I'm Lucy Cecil. I've just seen here it says, I'm a Olivia Taylor. <laughs> it does, yeah. <laughs> off the uh, off the record. That's, that's not what I meant. It does say that and I always think I'm going to say, I don't, I, I don't know why we wrote that. Who, what did we think? I'm a, well, we're going to say, I'm a queer person. Welcome to the podcast. That Maybe works it was. too. That yeah. works too. We could just say that. We could. Um... How are you? How's it been going? Yes, I'm okay. Um, I had a, a restless night where I woke up from a nightmare I was telling you earlier, uh, where I actually woke up screaming, like, at myself. But you don't <laughs> so remember the nightmare? I'm feeling a bit, nightmare. like, unsettled in my, in my, my psyche. Okay, a little bit rattled. <laughs> yeah, a little bit like, yeah, because I don't remember the nightmare, so I don't know what the point of concern was. But yeah. let me tell you, I am concerned. Maybe it was just, like, loads of jacket potatoes being pelted at you. <laughs> against your will. <laughs> From, like, a jacket potato cannon. <laughs> yes, that's probably what it was. My hugest fear of them all. Jacket <laughs> potatoes. So, yeah, apart from that, I'm absolutely fine. How are you? Yeah, great. I had a Jackie pee for my lunch, actually. No, you didn't. I did. What did you have with it? Tuna and cheese. Ugh. It, it was great. I don't mind if there's, like, enough of the extra thing. Oh, my God. Which, obviously, I've talked about on the podcast Well, there's, there's absolutely loads okay. of the extra thing because... As you know, I get my lunch from booths and they're, <laughs> That's not, all fucking know. <laughs> they're not messing about when it comes to jacket potato yeah, offerings. You, you get bang for your buck from booths, don't you? Yeah, it's literally like two quid and you yeah, get like nice. giant things. Anyway, um, yeah, what's been going on? What has been cracking off? Um, well, I have... what? Where, I can't remember when we last did this. It seems a very long time last ago. Last Friday. No, wasn't it last Monday? It was a long time. It's been a a long long break, hasn't it? Because we did like a short break between the last two and now this is like a much longer one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, So I had a week. I don't remember what happened in it. And I went to Salford Pride on the weekend, like I said I would. Um, And it was lovely. It was so nice because it was like that really Saturday was really hot, like and sunny for once. Yeah. It was amazing. After the like weeks of like rain and humidity, actually like a nice break day um, of sunshine. Went down with a couple of friends. It was super cute. It was so busy. Really? Really busy. Like like, rammed. And it was just like this big like field bit of like, well not field, but part of a park, but like a really, you know, like cordoned off bit. And there were loads of like families there. It's more of like a family event, and they've got like rides. A bit like Sheffield Pride, it's like yeah, that. A bit, yeah, a bit like Sheffield Pride. Um, and a stage, you know, with like acts and stuff. And there were the the gay Gordons doing some like uh, Highland dancing. Aww. They were so adorable. Loved them. Um, and then uh, yeah, we had an ice cream, which was great. Had to queue for like half an hour for it. But yeah, it was fine. and I saw Jamie. <laughs> Jamie had some blue and some yeah red. he had like a sherbet one yeah 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 because he wanted it. and then he wanted to go on a ride even though he was hang, hang, hung over and had just had ice cream and we were like no you can't <laughs> you and tom were like his mummy and daddy we absolutely were his mummy and daddy and we were like you absolutely cannot go on the ride <laughs> well no we weren't we were like you can go on the ride but we are not going with you and then he pouted and then we left okay so, and there were loads of amazing dogs obviously um and it was just great it was really nice got a free tote bag did you yeah and was there any bands uh, i think there were some acts like coming up later on but um they we only saw the gay gordons and then we saw a a guy who was doing like oh no we saw some lip syncing some drag queen lip syncing which was great and then we saw some uh, a guy was like just doing like some some popular songs like he did a uh, summer of 69 and oh, yeah. um like that brown eye girl ch- ch- and... topper from 2019 yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, and then he just did, like, Shawn Mendes. So he, like, oh, really okay. turned it on its head. Yeah. Um, and he was great and loads of energy. And it was, like, loads of fun. Everyone seemed to be having a really, really nice time. So um, we all had to, like, leave because we had various other things to do. But 
hopefully I was, I was thinking about next year make it like make a day of it and yeah. actually go and stuff so um that was super nice but apart from that and then I just went home to my parents had a gorgeous dinner in the sun outside couldn't yes. believe it alfresco dining here we are 2019 gorgeous. um and that was really nice then had a really boring um had to service my car and get an MOT but it passed so it's fine oh thank god the hyundai lives another day <laughs> yeah the hyundai lives to ride again <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that uh yeah just not been doing much what about you well oh what did i do last week i can't remember i know i can't remember last week no last week is just (laughs) gone okay yesterday's gone yesterday's (laughs) gone um but i did go to as i mentioned last week my best friend's wedding you did yes in (laughs) deepest darkest no signal no wi-fi no 4g no anything devon yeah you were so like in a black hole is weird because yeah. usually you'll respond to everything and you weren't and it was sad <laughs> I know I'm usually like pew, 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 yeah, yeah. but um yeah I know but it was quite nice because I just yeah. had like four days where I was like not on the blogs basically digital detox yeah kind of <laughs> um, it was not a detox in any other sense of the word <laughs> but digitally it was a detox nice, nice. um yeah and like you said the weather was so so nice on the saturday so we were like hashtag blessed about that that is really and really and it was lucky. literally just like i was in actual heaven because it was like you like you've seen the pictures right yeah. it's literally just like the south of france yeah it looks stunning yeah and it was in this like stunning really like old like mansion house that was like super gorgeous but also like slightly dilapidated the best kind the best. of place yeah and it just had like Basically, there was just like no rhyme or reason to how anything was mapped out in the house. Right. So it was just like rooms within rooms and oh like God, I love like that. toilets that are just like within 19 other kitchens. It was just like really <laughs> So like bizarre. higgledy piggledy and you can like get lost in it. Yeah, you can get totally lost oh and there's God. like loads of weird staircases. Like, did you ever, yeah, did you ever read those Brambley Hedge books? Yes. Yeah, and they like have those amazing like cross sections of the trees they live yeah, in and there's yeah. all like the little houses, like little rooms and stuff. That's what it's reminding me of. It is basically that, but just like I've in a ginormous mansion and it had like this big lawn and then like loads of like random outbuildings that just were for anything <laughs> and it's it's mainly used for um for like raves oh. so like people who were like big ravers in the <laughs> 80s or whatever they all come and Sorry, they just I have to say Olivia's saying this while like nodding her head like a raver <laughs> yeah I'm raving right now and they just have like they just rent it out and like millions of them come down and they just like have a big rave and the, nice. woman, the woman who owns it is like an absolute legend and she was like really 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 chill and was just walking around being like hey to everyone um because she was just <laughs> hanging out while we were all there does she live there as well on like while everyone's there she was just in one of the like outbuildings yeah. oh, like- but she usually lives in the main house and she just had her little like baby grandson with her that was just like this tiny little angel baby and she was just like (laughs) carrying him around and he was well cute but um yeah it was just so nice the weather was amazing we had a large vegan feast um and we had an abba tribute band which was could you want anything more no and um what else did we have yeah and just then like loads of great music after that we had a pizza band that was not vegan because i don't agree with vegan cheese sauce (laughs) don't at me but um yeah <laughs> this is where the hate starts <laughs> yeah i know um we start getting like people drops drops in the listeners no, i agree with with veganism obviously but i just don't agree with vegan cheese i'd rather have no cheese fair enough i hate it fair enough and i have tried i've yeah. made a, i've made a risotto with nutritional yeah. yeast it-, <laughs> it did not work out 
very well. She's tried hard, but yeah. No, I agree. Vegan cheese is not the best, but you know, no. I'll have it. But, but they, they uh, did have a nice not. one with no cheese that was like 1,000 yeah. like courgettes. But mm. the problem was, so my so my friend who's the bride is obviously, well, she's not, well, not obviously, but she is vegan. And um, <laughs> my... My friend Kirsty, who came as well, was like, oh, get me a pizza, but I don't really want any cheese on it because um, cheese gets gives her migraines. Okay. So I was like, okay, like I'll do one without. So it was like a vegetable one with like courgettes and all different things on it. Yeah. But it had like blobs of pesto on it. And the guy yeah. was like, there's, there's pesto, but he was like, is it like a... Is it like a, a strict thing, or is it just she doesn't want all the melted cheese? I was like, oh no, the pesto is fine. Like she just doesn't want loads of the melted cheese. And he was like, okay, cool, yeah, because this has like a bit of cheese in yeah. it. And I was like, okay, yeah, fine. Gave it to Kirsty, and she was like, yeah, great. Didn't even bother telling her about that because it doesn't. That's fine. Next thing I know, I'm walking around the corner with my pizza. Who do I see? But the bride herself, absolutely head deep in the courgette pizza. <laughs> And I was like, Kerry, you can't do that. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, that has cheese in it. She's like, no, there's no cheese on this. And I was like, hon, there's pesto, there's like yeah, pesto all over that. Yeah, don't you know that. about pesto? Yeah, I was like, there's pesto all over it. She was like, yeah, it's vegan pesto. And I was like, no, it's it not. And she just went, fuck, I knew it was too delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so she Aww. broke her veganism on her, on her wedding, wedding day. day. <laughs> yeah, unwittingly, unfortunately. Oh, wow. Um, naughty. But yeah, it was great. I made loads of best friends, made yeah. loads of new boyfriends, which I liked. Love it when Olivia makes a boyfriend. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> um, so I made some boyfriends and then... Um, How was your speech? Oh yeah, it was it, it was good. And I feel like... Because you know how we were saying last week we were talking about Joni Mitchell? Yeah. Joni Mitchell is so just like a straight man's like access point for emotions. Oh, massively. Because the amount of straight men that came up to me to be like, when you said that thing about Joni Mitchell. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And they went, oh, I just, I just I yeah, couldn't, couldn't believe that. And I was like, oh. There's something about her that taps in yeah, to it the taps straight in. male I, psyche. Yeah, I don't really know like exactly how or why, but like it, it just happened. Yeah. And they were all like taking me to one side to like talk to me about Joni oh Mitchell, which to be fair, I absolutely really yeah, loved. Yeah, you were like reveling in it. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, look, me, I was like, me too. I can't listen to that song without crying. He was like, me, me neither. <laughs> Me neither. He's like, cry every time. Listen to that song. And I was like, I know I know exactly how you feel. And we just like hugging each other like, Aww, we love Joni. I've got so many boyfriends. I've got so many boyfriends oh after God. this weekend. Yeah. All right, fine. Competition for me. For <laughs> <girlfriend>. <laughs> I know. Look, there's there's room for a lot of boyfriends and girlfriends in my life. So. Yes. Especially in the big mansion house commune that we're going to have. Oh my God. But honestly, apparently this like place is, um, I found out today from someone at work, the, um, the like retirement capital of the world. Oh. and I can totally like the area yes yeah and I can totally 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 see, see why because yeah. I've just felt like so relaxed and serene and like there's just no four g's and we could all live in that mansion house there are four kitchens oh my god yeah one for every meal honestly there are so many argus I couldn't move for argus <laughs> you would love it you would literally love it I would I would absolutely love yeah. it there's no there's no there's no rhyme and everyone was making so many like cauldron veggie sausages on it the whole weekend <laughs> sounds great it was great so that was like my main thing that I did and then yesterday I was off work getting over the wedding but I have caught my friend's sore throat so that's why I'm a little bit raspington um (laughs) worth it for the best friends and boyfriends you made though yeah definitely worth it for all the best (laughs) friends and all the best boyfriends but if you want to look at the mansion house just look on my instagram because all the pictures are on there it's so nice gorgeous 
What are you living for and longing for this week, Lucy? Well, I'm kind of a bit combined on my living and longing this week because I was like, oh, I've got like two things. I couldn't decide which one I was living for and which one I was longing for. So I was like, well, I'm kind of living and longing for both. So I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm living and longing for the couple of events we've got coming up that are uh, uh, going to be a great time. So we are going to see Janelle Monet. That will be tomorrow when this podcast comes out which is insane so that's next week for us um, which is uh, part of MIF and Manchester Manchester International Festival and should be a really really good time because she is obviously an absolute queen and is apparently amazing live so I'm really really looking forward to that and then also off the back of that so that's on the Thursday night and then on Saturday night we are going to a Pride London Pride adjacent event. <laughs> We're off to Aphrodite again, aren't we? We yeah. are. Guess who's back in the house? It's us. I'm still not over back in the basement. I'm not over the last time that we <laughs> no, went. To be me honest, neither. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready, but <laughs> we're going. Um, so that should be a glorious time. So I'm really, really looking forward to both of those events. Um, hanging out with loads of our nice queer friends at each and just having a super nice time. So that's what I'm living longing for. What about you? Well, my longing for was also London Pride. Yeah. And also, did you know that Billy Porter is going to be in the Pride Parade for London? Oh, in the Parade? Yeah. Oh, cute. I know. So that is going to be very cute, which also leads me onto my living for, which you got a little sighting of when you came in. I couldn't believe it. Peek behind the curtain, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What it's like to work for the Beeb. Uh, some secret <laughs> pose season oh, two access. Can't believe it. She's been granted. Pause it as soon as I walked in, obviously. I'm not allowed it yet. <laughs> no, you're not allowed it. It's embargoed. <laughs> yeah, for, for my eyes only. Um, yeah, so I'm on episode two of season two. How is it going? It's really good. Yeah, it's, it's really gonna good. It's going to be, isn't it? Yeah, and it's like obviously got more money and it's just more everything that it was last time. Yeah, but like ramped up. Yeah, it's really good. I think it's just such a... It's just such a great program, and I can't believe that there hasn't been anything like that until now. I know. I was, yeah, I was thinking that. Like, it's so, like, impressive in so many ways, and it is like, yeah, interesting that there hasn't been anything like that. But thank God there is now. Yeah, and the soundtrack is just so good. Oh. On episode two of season two, I don't know if you've like heard the song, but it's like a song from that from that time. And Saturday Night Live did a sketch based on it oh. about uh, <laughs> about all these women who like. <laughs> were in a club in the 80s except they just thought it was but it actually wasn't it was just like something else that's just normal but they were all like in this like fantasy where they thought they were in a club in the 80s and they kept like they kept going to the toilet and like doing poos in the toilet but it was like actually just like someone's shop and they just like wouldn't be stopped basically (laughs) and and it sounds good and the and the track is like this like 80s song and it goes i'm gonna meet you in the ladies room do you remember that song yes I'll be back real soon. Yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. So they, they do that on the SNL sketch and it's on it's so stupid, but it's so funny. And they have that they have that song in this episode and I was just laughing so much because I can't see anything else apart from like that, that yeah, sketch. When you, yeah, when you hear it. Oh. Yeah. Um so I'm really living for Pose season two because it is dead good. Good. <laughs> Great. So aside from Pose, your extra special glorious being able to watch Pose for everyone else in this country. Uh, uh, what else have you been watching, consuming? Well, I did a little bit of telly watching yesterday on my day off, but it was like sweeping up things that I need to finish. <laughs> you did say to me, you're like, I'm going to take a day off after the wedding to, to like relax, but also because I just want to watch things and, and catch up. Yeah, yeah I, just great. To, I just wanted to watch telly in my pyjamas. Oh, were you in your giggliest position? Oh yeah, <laughs> I was absolutely in my giggliest position lying down. I'm so pleased. Yes, um, on the LGBT, which is my sofa. Yes. Um, 
yes it was very lovely and i she's patting it now <laughs> lovingly um she's so nice i vacuumed her yesterday yeah she's she looks great yeah her her velvet realness is shining through (laughs) now that she's been vacuumed anyway um so i yeah swept up on a few things so i finished years and years i have not seen the last episode of years and years so you've got one episode to go yeah i thought that like episodes four to six were way better than one to three is what are the six all together yes right (laughs) um Yes, I think it get actually gets better. I feel like the setup is just a bit like it's just a bit clunky, and you don't really know where it's going. Yeah. But then once it gets to like four, it gets to sort of like the apex of like the dystopian world. Yeah. And then it just sort of like runs with it to the end yes. to like form this conclusion. Right. And I just feel like it's a little bit more focused. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I can imagine that. I mean, I haven't seen the last episode yet, but I did feel like it was being like coming together more in yeah. the last couple episodes. The, the last the last episode made me cry like the last like 10 oh. minutes and I didn't think it was that kind of thing for oh, me. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't, yeah. It could that. have been because I was hungover. Well. But I cried anyway and mm-hmm. I, I, I do think that it's worth finishing. Oh, I, was, I do want to watch it. Because yeah. I was like, oh, like I did like it when I first started to watch it but then I wasn't compelled to like gobble it up immediately. No. Um, which is rare for me because if I like something enough to watch it, I will just like, binge through it yeah. I didn't with years and years but I, I am glad that I went back to it yeah so I finished that and obviously um a lot of queer characters in that yeah um Russell T Davis so you know be queer watch that and then um I also finished Killing Eve yes I finished Killing Eve did you last week yeah what did you think of the ending uh I kind of like thought it was gonna have thought it was pretty predictable like i thought yeah. that's how it was gonna end sort of because thing. there's no but the thing is it's predictable but is there any other way for it to end no because it would just be like another like oh right okay is it gonna be another cat, series cat or is mouse? that it apparently it's already been commissioned for another series okay so so but then it just kind of undercut because then right don't listen spoilers, for a bit spoilers, if, spoilers, you if you haven't. haven't but basically basically the same thing is just happening but just on the other character yeah exactly happened. so it's like you know, you're meant to think that Villanelle's dead at the end of season one, but obviously she isn't because they commissioned a new series and you know that, like, it doesn't exist without that. And it's the same thing now when she shoots Eve. It'll just be that, like, she was shot in the stomach and it's fine. Yeah, Yeah. she's going to come back and et cetera, yeah. (coughs) Exactly. Um, Yeah, and I said said this when we were talking about the series earlier, an earlier pod, that, like, it had already been commissioned for the three before we'd even got to the end of this. Oh, right. And that I was worried that it was a case of the, you know, the classics stretching something out too far. So I, I do worry about that, like, whether it will be stretching it or maybe she will just be dead and then it will be like completely different but then it will be fucking like pointless basically because the whole point is like the main thing is their like cat and mouse um, cat and mouse and their like toxic weird relationship so yeah um it will be interesting to see where they go with it but um on, on, on as a whole like i really enjoyed it like i liked watching it and everything but i i, I don't think it quite had that same feel as the no, first not, season not quite but it was no. still like compelling and also i think the outfits are better in this series <laughs> the outfits are amazing the outfits yeah. are better but i sort of feel like in an effort to try and emulate that phoebe Waller-Bridge style humor they were a little bit heavy-handed with it at yes, some point i think that's 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 a fairer that's about to say assumption assessment fair, that's a fair assessment of what they were doing there yeah maybe it would have been better to just sort of try and take it off on its own like don't try and emulate that so much and yeah just do something a bit new with it but hard hard when that was a winning formula so 
Yeah. Yeah. Be interesting to see what they do with it. I also watched um, the BBC Three documentary, Underestimate the Girl. Oh, what's that? I haven't seen that. It's about Kate Nash. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh. So it's about kind of like, it, it picks up after she was like dropped by her record label and then right. is trying to like, you know, is sort of a, a bit of a, had been at a low ebb because obviously she was so famous and then she just yeah. kind of disappeared. And yeah. what, I think it's really interesting to explore like what happens to those artists yeah. where they sort of come to prominence with this huge album yeah. um, at a really young age and then how they kind of go on or like try and reinvent themselves or like still try and, um, yeah, like forge on with their passion yeah like what what happens to them when the foundations are knocked from beneath them whoa <laughs> whoa whoa someone should get should get a job writing copy for the radio times <laughs> oh my god would love yes <laughs> please hello if you want it i'm here yeah she's available for i'm available for all your copy captions. needs um yes so i watched that it was really interesting and i do like i do have such a soft spot for her because i did Mm. like love her and i loved that album when i was a teenager i like really disliked her at that point when 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 it like all came out yeah i don't know i just didn't take to her or whatever and then late bit later on got more into her again like was like oh yeah yeah she's yeah i am okay with it whatever yeah i like lived for her and like that guy from the cribs that she was going out oh i lived for for ryan jarman yeah Yeah. john brothers love forever oh my god yeah Um, and i've like after we talked about the cribs i've been listening to the cribs yeah I have too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I love them so much. I yeah, know. So. Hey, Seenster's best oh, song ever. So nice. Um, yeah. No, I love them. But um, we we well, we were supposed to go see Kate Nash together like not that long ago when when a new album came out. Yeah. And then we all like went to go see her, and then um, I had like another uh, a work do that was they were doing like a charity concert. Yes. Um, uh, but I just left that work, so I was actually out. I was unemployed, fun employed. And I just left you all, went to this thing, was like, I'll be back before Kate Nash comes on. Or you just never came back. Just never came back. <laughs> <laughs> I got absolutely wasted at this charity gig with all these people that I weren't working with anymore. I got like really emotional about it. And I was just like, fuck Kate Nash, I don't need to go see her. I need to hang out with you real people. <laughs> and I got absolutely pissed. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. Well, we, did, we didn't need you. We so. didn't need you. And then met up with, um, obviously, my, my girlfriend at the time went with you. And then like, went. Yeah. Up, my girlfriend at the time went as well. Oh, yes, they did, didn't they? Where are they now? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you now? Um, yeah, so it was it was interesting to watch that. It's like quite long. It's about like an hour and a half. Oh, it's quite long. Yeah, and it's just about like the she has like so, so many issues with like her new manager and like all these things happen and mm. she like tries to change her sort of style and like move in different directions and it's about how like she's sort of not always supported in doing that okay. and being yeah. able to like to try and be true to yourself when a lot of the people who would be like facilitating your success are like telling you that's not the way to be basically. Yeah. Um, that's going to be really difficult. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it is great to see when like people do push through that and still like do what they want to do. Like she is doing like self-esteem does, you know, yeah. that, that sort of like just being like, no, this is what yeah. I want. This is the message. Like this is, who I am well, and how I want to create. She did it. She ended up doing a Kickstarter for her fourth album. Oh, did she? Yeah, because she um, just like couldn't end up doing it any other way and, and it, it worked. Oh, that's so, great. And then obviously if you watch Glow or have watched Glow, she's in yes, that. Yes, I've seen and a few episodes that I've seen she's in that, yeah. I think, I don't even know, is that on like season three now? I know it's definitely had two it's, seasons. It's definitely had two. It might be on three now. I, could, I just couldn't quite get on board with that. I couldn't. I stopped watching it after a bit, but yeah. um, it's like a good show. It's just not for me. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, and the last thing that I haven't watched yet, but I'm planning to, is to watch The Family Gorgeous on Channel 4. What's that? So it... That's it, passed me by, whatever it is. It is a new show that is, it's, I think, quite similar to Queer Eye. 
Okay. But it's with a drag house that is based in Manchester. I have seen that. I didn't know it was called yeah. that. Yeah. And I sort of vaguely know one of them. Okay, yeah. Um, who's in it. And I think they kind of like take take different people who want to sort of like maybe turn the life around or like things have happened that have just like ground them down and they help them like explore drag and oh, to bring okay. out their like confidence or you know, drag. certain things that they've been sort of a bit blocked with mm. um sort of creatively or emotionally or mm. whatever and they work with them to do that and oh, to nice. explore their drag persona oh that's cool yeah so it's a little bit like queer eye in a sense um it's just like people who would have never done that before yeah, that sounds really good and interesting. I definitely will try and watch that as well. Um, but speaking of Queer Eye, reminds me that they have a new season has been announced already, July 19th, new episodes, which to me just seems like we literally just had some. July 19th? Yeah, because we just had some in March. I haven't even, I, hands up, haven't even finished that series. Stop it, really? Yeah. I just watched them all in like a day. Yeah, well, I think I just like watched <coughs> a bunch of them and I stopped and then didn't go back to it for whatever reason because there was loads of other stuff to watch and also... Maybe, I don't know, maybe it just is a bit too, like, makes me too emotional. Maybe. <laughs> it opens me up too much. Uh-huh. I need to stay close. I'm a closed book. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, season four, the Fab Five, is back July 19th. I was, like, shocked when I saw that they announced it already. Yeah, that's, like, no it's, time. It's no time. Sometimes, you know, a little bit of weight is good, I think. Yeah. And I, I do, like, not always mad for things that come, like, a thousand... At, times no because then you just kind of get over the format especially because it is so highly formatted yeah um but yeah they're probably just trying to like capitalize on it for yeah the time that they have it fair enough go for it um have you heard of anybody speaking or making a comment about the taylor swift video that have been in it or haven't been in it well i've seen i've read a couple of things around it because um as we obviously we talked about it on last week's podcast and when we talked about it, we said that we were sort of still very much in the throes of not really knowing how we felt about it. And it was like, you know, we had some some issues with it. And then also, but seeing that there was some the merit in it and all of that. So I've read I've read various sort of pieces that are on both sides of it. Okay. Um, um, but um, yeah, a lot of people being very supportive of it and saying that like, uh, you know, it's, it's a good thing. She's, um, you know, platforming all of these queer artists and uh, performers, etc. And that that's really good and that she's drawing attention to them and she's saying like you know everyone go and you know support all these people and stuff that's great um and then some people also saying that there's an issue with um which we didn't talk about on the last podcast about um how she portrays sort of like uh the protesters the protesters and and how she's sort of like a bit uh using class in an in a very incorrect way way that isn't so great she like makes their placards like misspelled and stuff like that yeah exactly um to sort of infer that these people are of like low intellect and and that and that like um you know it's set in a caravan park and that like homophobia and all that comes within is like a class issue and stuff when that's not the case and that's also like conflating two things which is not not a good move yeah i saw Um, forest queer um on instagram do a lot of really good instagram stories about it and they were like so upset i really felt for them when i was i did too i thought that they 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 had some very like um good things to say about it in in the sense of like you know saying the saying saying as it is and you know raising i think valid concerns about what she has portrayed so um but apart from that and then i've seen other people saying like everyone needs to 
quote unquote, calm down because like at least she's like doing this and using her voice and like it's it's not every day we get like a huge artist who supports like all the queers so like why, yeah. we should be pleased for it and like yeah, you I know, think it I think yeah. it's I think it's yeah it's it's so nuanced and I think that yeah. like the more that people are becoming I guess woke to queer issues and 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 all social issues I suppose the more sort of nuanced these arguments and discussions yes. become because you know years ago it just would have been completely just flat out celebrated by the left and condemned by the right yeah and now it's not like that and there are so many sort of like factions within either side and also like maybe there aren't sides in the way that they used to be and you know but I think that that's actually a good thing because then it means that we can like have more intelligent debate and go a, a little bit deeper but they are there are also quite a lot of people who are literally like roasting her for all that she is worth and some of them are a bit funny (laughs) did you see the one that said taylor swift um through the first bachelorette party at stonewall yes i know (laughs) which is very funny and actually apropos of that uh of this uh this weekend is the 50 50th, 50th anniversary, anniversary. Of, of the uh, sorry of the Stonewall riots and um, I read there's a great article in the Guardian called titled the riot that changed America's gay rights movement forever and it's just a really great like breakdown of what happened that night um, if you are interested and you want to know I'll put it in the show notes um, and I had a read of that because like I've always known about Stonewall and I sort of you know know what happened etc but I was like oh, I haven't actually read like that much around it really you know it's just something that I know of in like our community and yeah. stuff like that so this was a really good article I thought um it's so small you know is it yeah yeah it's just like not very big because i I sort of expected it to be like almost like a club right but it's not it's just kind of like a room yeah it's tiny yes this article was written by ed pilkington um and there were some really good bits that i just wanted to point out um so there's he speaks to like various different queers of like new york who had been there and like lived through it and everything um and there was a great bit where they're just talking about Stonewall and what it was like and what it sort of brought to the community. Um, and he said, uh, the Stonewall's two dance floors offered more than just a good time. It granted its customers what Lanigan Schmidt calls personhood. And then this is a quote from Lanigan Schmidt. It was deeper than political. It made you feel good as a person. It was affirming in a totally organic down to earth way, like a baby nursing at its mother. It was that basic. And that's why we fought for it so hard. And just thought like that was such a great like, um description of what like queer space is and how it how it is so important and especially at a time like that when it was you know when everything was illegal and you know you had to everything was underground yeah i thought what was really interesting was that like the article sort of brought to me the idea that you know stonewall was the the change from when the people in the queer community were like oh just let us like have um what you have um, you know, we want to get married, want to have houses, we want to do this together and like that, this and that. And it was a change from like that to actually, no, just let us be. Yeah. Like, and that that was the thing that signaled that sort of change in like, we don't want to just, as it were, exist, coexist alongside you in the same patterns of you. We, we have different patterns and that's totally fine. Yeah. We don't want to just like emulate heteronormative yeah, exactly. behaviors. Yeah. Necessarily. So, yeah, great article. Absolutely would read it. Absolutely would recommend it. And then, unfortunately, at the end of it, um, one of the guys he was speaking to sort of says that he he fears that a sense of feeling similarly now, um, that even now when he's walking around the village and stuff, he will like be more wary of holding his partner's hand again and stuff like that if there's groups of people walking towards them and that he's worried that there is this, um, you know slowly bubbling like insurgents resurgence yeah sorry resurgence of uh homophobic uh ideas so that is 
an issue and I think you know we can all we can see a lot of that going on and it is a problem so definitely read up on it know your history it's important and um I will put it in the show notes great and what else have you been consuming this week Lucy well so um I have mainly been watching every single football game I can obviously (laughs) yeah so I can I just say you can when I was at this wedding with Mm. no g's I went I don't know like to the loo or something and I was like looking at my phone and then I like managed to get like a g for a second and I got like 386 (laughs) messages just from you and our friend Sophie who's also been on the podcast only talking about the women's world cup (laughs) and I agreed with it yeah essentially on Friday night uh uh both me and Sophie were in separate places but completely bored with no one else to like entertain ourselves um and so we just uh did 10,000 messages about the women's world cup and then we did like uh we played like three hours of would you rather in with various different uh you know scenarios but mm-hmm. not 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 just do with women's world cup <laughs> to be to be to be precise okay but you know there was a lot of yes um and it was a great time <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I have been loving it so much. Like, there have been some absolute, like, corkers of games. Some yeah. really, like, down-to-the-wire stuff has been so good. Um, obviously, England are through to the quarterfinals, which is banging. Bing, bing, bing. Um, and we had that game against Cameroon, which is how we um, got through to the quarterfinals. And it was an absolute wild ride. For anyone who watched it, you'll know, because it was, like, the weirdest thing ever. There was loads of contention, loads of, like, VAR that, like, went sort of against Cameroon as it were and then therefore they, they got very very impassioned very upset um and it was there was a lot going on but it was um a very interesting game of football but quite a very stressful one yeah um but yeah no I've been absolutely loving that so I've been watching like basically every match um and actually I told Olivia that we had to record tonight because I didn't want to miss the football on Thursday I know and I've also been told today mm. that there is a website called Match pint do you know about this Match pint. oh yeah. yeah what tells you where um games are played yeah uh, being shown so i thought yeah. maybe we could look and see if we yeah. could get one for watching the yeah there'll definitely be somewhere thursday one and that'd be fun if we went somewhere It'd be yeah cool. have a couple because it's a place watch. up the road from me there's a place up the road from me um you know the one that's like basically near that's Paul's yes bar. that might show it that yeah, might show it that might that shows other football but it just depends whether they're being like sexist or not, or not yeah. so. so apart from 10 million footballs which i love i just love world cup and i'll be really really sad when it's over i know i followed like literally 200 more people since oh the world my Cup's god me begun. too i'm like bam bam yeah. bam and you and yeah. you and you're gonna follow you're gonna follow you're gonna follow <laughs> welcome to my feed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so apart from that i have been watching um so I started watching a couple weeks back and I just wanted like a easy, short, like comedy series to watch to like just pass the time when I'm like, just need something on that's like short, sweet and like fun or whatever. Hmm. And I'd read about this uh, sitcom and then was like, right, I'm going to give it a, a go. It's all on Netflix. It makes it really easy. So I've been watching Shit's Creek. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of it? Yeah. So it's like that family who um, lose all their money, but they like buy like a shit town or something. Yeah. So the premise is that they are like millionaires mm. and they get like frauded by their business manager <clears throat> yeah. and they lose everything. Um, but they find out that what they do still own is this town called Shit's Creek, which, yeah. is, which the dad had bought the son as a joke. Right. Um, so they go to live there and they have to live in this motel in Shit's Creek. And it's about like them you know like actually having to like deal with something in their lives when they usually don't have to do anything the thing i don't get is even if you own a town or not Mm. you would still have to pay to live there 
You can't just like yeah, yeah, be yeah. No, living yeah. there for free just because yeah. you own it. No, it, it is a weird, but it's like something. It's like the only thing they have. So their idea is that they're going to go there and then they're going to sell it, so that they can like go there, see what it see what it's like, and then they can sell it. But they literally have nowhere else to live, so they just go and live in this motel. Okay. And I assume they're paying for the motel, yeah, because they don't own the motel. Yeah. So um, yeah, it is really good so like when i first started out i was like okay this is kind of like has like an, an arrested development vibe off of like a family like going through something i don't know if you've ever watched arrested development but it's yes. very similar uh-huh. um but it's not as absurd uh and then um so it's written it was like co-created by eugene levy and his son dan levy mm. was it Le- no it's levy yeah levy yeah. um and like uh they play as like a family and it's just so good and i've watched this fi- uh, five seasons or i've watched four what the hell <laughs> they're only 20 minutes long right so it's like the perfect just like i'm gonna watch that now it's so good it's so my like... dad's watched it He's oh really like, yeah it's like dead funny but also like quite it has some really heartwarming moments some great because the whole thing is about essentially like self-improvement and like realizing like who like bringing out the best bits of your own like character Kylie Jenner and just realizing stuff <laughs> exactly yeah and like it's just all this like great character blossoming and loads of like you know coming into contact with all these nice people and like becoming part of a community and stuff and then it's just also really funny um and uh dan levy plays like a openly like pansexual character yes and like it's not not an eyelid is batted no i heard that all. i heard that there's like a queer element to yeah Shit's Creek. and there's this great um bit where he describes his sexuality so basically he has like a um this is like a slight spoiler but not really like it happens quite early on he has like a like a sexual experience with a woman right mm. and she um think thought that he was gay so uh, the next day they're like in a shop buying some wine and I'm just gonna like read this out because I just think it's 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 good okay <laughs> so she says just to be clear I'm a red wine drinker and he says that's fine and she says okay cool I only drink red wine <laughs> and up until last night I was under the impression that you too only drank red wine <laughs> but I guess I was wrong and then he says I see where you're going with this um, I do drink red wine, but I also drink white wine, and I've been known to sample the occasional rosé. And a couple summers back, I tried a Merlot that used to be a Chardonnay, which got a bit complicated. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says, oh, so you're really just open to all wines. <laughs> and he says, I like the wine and not the label. Does that make sense? And she says, yes, it does. Aww. And that's like his sort of coming out in the show yeah. or whatever. And then like, he, I read an uh, interview with him where he was like, I actively didn't want there to be any homophobia, like element of this to make yeah. any light of this i just wanted it to be completely like it's a norm kind of thing and yeah. it does that really well and it is like a beautiful portrayal of like a queer character Aww. and he's great and there's some really really touching moments later on with him and a later like uh, love interest and it is really good and i'm just really really like obsessed with it yeah <laughs> i really like it Do you know what i was thinking about this today isn't watching tv so interesting that like we all have these, like, especially if you um, either, like, live on your own or yeah. you're single, so that, like, your your viewing habits are pretty much solitary. Yes. So it's, like, it's such an intimate thing that yes. you do. And it's, like, it's so intentional and it's just, it's just for you. And you just have this relationship that's so private and Definitely. so intense because now in, like, binge culture we watch things so quickly. Yeah. And it's just, like... 
bizarre that we're like immersed in this whole world and then we go out and live our regular lives and like we don't really talk about that to other no, people exactly. like, not, like, not, like, not really Izzy and Adam wouldn't even know I'm like watching this because it's like just what I watch on my own or like when they're out I'll just watch like six episodes of it in a night because it's yeah. so easy to just run through it and it's just like comforting and f- and it's fun and it's like a good time um, and I just have to say it quickly that the mother um, character more more Moira played by oh god Catherine O'Hara Catherine O'Hara is amazing she is like an absolute like sort of diva but she she just like does this thing where she and you can find like compilations of this on like Twitter and stuff is she, she like just, my mum she <laughs> no <laughs> she like pronounces things like a bit weird so she'll say like she, instead of she never says baby she always says baby <laughs> Which I love because we also we say, also say yeah that. we call um one, uh, a couple of our friends we call them babies so and she always goes oh like like for example someone's having a baby shower and she's like oh we've got to go there's that baby thing <laughs> it's just brilliant she plays the character amazingly and she always has these like insane outfits she looks sort of like Lady Gaga like you know like a completely obscure and like over the top for literally like living in this shitty town yeah. and then she's just got like bizarre outfits on it's amazing she, she wears loads of wigs like it, it's great like i would recommend it to anyone if you want something that's just nice and like fills your time and makes okay. you feel good watch it i'm watching good girls season two at the oh, moment yeah. so i need to finish that and then i'll move on to shit's yeah, creek absolutely i'm sad because i'm on the last ser- uh, series now and i'm like oh god i need to not like rush through this too much or i'll be sad but it's the kind of thing that i could definitely just watch well then again. you can do tales of the city after that i can i did actually watch um Part, half of episode two today okay. um so i'm i'm getting through it i'm well, i'm getting to there but i'm already so annoyed by laura linney's character she's oh, so annoying she's so anno- but sorry like, Stop being she you. doesn't really get any less oh, annoying God. like she's still annoying throughout the whole thing <laughs> i know she's supposed to be but like it was really really like grinding yeah. my gears but then olympia dukakis is in it and she's just so great yeah she's brilliant yeah so on from shit's creek to some sick beats <laughs> Lucy, what's your track of the week this week? That is golden. <laughs> well done. Oh, I'm so proud of us. Thank I'm you. So good at them now. <laughs> um, my track of the week uh, is in honor of Janelle Monet and the fact that we're going to see Janelle Monet. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been listening to a bunch, obviously, to prepare, and I just can't stop listening to Screwed. Okay. On her, which is on her newest album, uh, Feet Zoe Kravitz, and it's just so. Um, it's so great it's like a great like pop pop bop all about just like sex and like the the freedom of sex and stuff like that and it's great and it includes the lyrics want to get screwed on a holiday want to get screwed at a matinee (laughs) which i just think someone was sweeping the barrel for things that rhyme with holiday (laughs) it's brilliant i love it so much so that is my track of the week it's like a proper like nice summer bop and uh yeah get listening i can't wait to hear it live and scream <laughs> so yeah what's your track of the week that's like the equivalent of um the alanis morissette song would she go down on you in a theater <laughs> yes yeah, exactly that yeah. yeah during matinee or not a matinee my track of the week this week again is an oldie but it is from the wedding oh okay so you know like sometimes there's like a wet like a wedding or a party and then you play a song and like everyone is just like yes all about it yes, the I most and it was like just such a like Kodak moment in time. I love it, and I love like because they're usually like a bit the unexpected songs. You don't. It was really unexpected. Really actually, like, but actually, everyone goes. Yeah, for it. and I you could that. tell that like everyone was just looking at each other like this is dead good. Aww. Yeah. Oh my god, what was it? It was. It's like it's cringe, but it is. <laughs> um, do you know the song "Sunshine" by Dario G? 
You will know it. I, pro- I probably will, but so I don't know it off the top when it, you say it then. It's like a sort of like dancey song. Okay. And it's the one that goes, Ayo, na, na, oh. na, 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 that one. That's it? Yeah. Oh my God, I can just, I can just see everyone at this mansion, this dilapidated mansion, like just absolutely it was, going for it. It was honestly like, it... It, 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 we enjoyed it so so much that like we didn't care about how cringe it would probably look yeah, and how just like just nice. just out of skins it would look a bit yeah. <laughs> because we were basically in this like converted like barn yes. that I think used to be um, like a meeting hall for okay. when it was a rectory yeah. which is where we had the meal but then they they removed all of like the chairs and tables and there's like a stage so the main bit where the chairs and tables were was where everyone was dancing yeah and then the stage was where like you danced if you're an exhibitionist like me yeah so i was on the stage stage. with a couple of other other people and the song came on and then we were all dancing to it and then like behind where the stage is were all these um curtains that were made out of like white gauze and we were all like flapping them all up in the air like that. So there's all just like this like white gauze like whisking all around this big hall, yeah. and everyone was just like having yeah, having like a great dance. And then this girl who came, who's like Carrie's friend from uni, was like, "Yeah, I love this song. This is my year six jam." <laughs> That sums that song up perfectly. Yeah. That is nice. I love a moment like that. What a moment. It like, was a moment. Oh, nice. Perfect. That, that's my track Great. of the week. Good. Good one. I really want to talk about, um, and actually you, you saying this experience of like having everyone dance like in unison and like it be a moment mm. has reminded me of the an article I read earlier this, this week, which I'm sure a lot of people read, which made me want to have many a moment on a specific type of vehicle. Have you read the Lesbian Cruise article from uh, BuzzFeed News? I have read like two thirds of it, I think. Yeah. But it's one of those that I keep loading up for when I have like a spare five minutes, but then um, it's really long. It's long as hell. Yeah. And I don't think I realised that. So I was like waiting to get my nails done. (laughs) And I was like, read read a few more paragraphs. I was just like waiting for my friend, really reading a few. So I've kind of like making my way down it, but I'm going to finish it tonight. It's literally like a little novella. It really is. But I think I've read like, most of it but i've had so many discussions about this article yeah. with my queer friends it has caused many a wave it ha- no oh, pun intended nice nice <laughs> time to ride that wave in a cruise ship so this uh is an article by shannon keating and it's called it's entitled the time i went on a lesbian cruise and it blew up my entire life so essentially she uh is a journalist who went on an olivia cruise olivia cruises are like lesbian cruises have been around for quite a few years oh to be comped for an olivia cruise <sighs> Oh, how? I, I would know. love that. Because one of the main things I learned about lesbian cruises is they are one million pounds. Yeah. Um, They're expensive, aren't they? Yeah. So They're like three and a half grand, aren't they? That's like the, like the mid- middle. One. That's like the budget. Yeah. Um, so she got to go on Olivia cruise uh, for, I don't know, two weeks or something or a week. I think it was a week maybe. Um, and she sort of like expected to go and have like just sort of like a boring time um, just being like a journalist. But yeah, instead it sort of rocked her whole, her she, whole world. She was saying, wasn't she, that like she already very much, which I suppose is like mistake number one as a journalist in a sense, like already had what she thought the story was going to be. Yes. That it was going to be about this sort of like tired... Yeah. tradition amongst like an older set of yeah. lesbians and you know the reasons why it wasn't working anymore and yeah you know that that kind of thing just sort of like capturing the twilight days of this phase yes yeah and in 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 a lot of ways that is part of the story that you can take from it because she does touch on that but basically personally to her she fell in love with somebody and therefore had like a wild 
like sort of affair with this like older woman um who she's now with and she realized she needed to leave her partner who she was with at the time um and just had this like uh crazy experience but also like touched upon the fact that like there's there are other young people on these cruises and that they are a lot they are a lot of fun there's loads of fun stuff goes on and there's loads of like bonding and it's a great like space for lesbians etc um but like you say how the story that she thought it would be is that she does touch upon the fact that like it is mainly an older crowd she um unfortunately like brings up the fact that there was quite a lot of um uh turfs on board there was a lot of uh trans exclusion and um transphobia which is really um unfortunate and uh sad to read about that that was the case and is still the case in it with a lot of um older sets of lesbians unfortunately there are a lot of turfs so um like obviously not everyone but you know it does happen and she managed she you know points that out she says that there's there was a bit where she went to like a group which was like a bunch of younger people and some a group of other people like other journalists and stuff i think just different people have been picked for like this group and they were asked like what do you think we could do to make olivia cruz's better for younger people blah 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 um and they were all like you know like you need to be more trans inclusionary and all these things and whilst olivia sort of not you but the travel group um replied uh sort of being like yes well we always have like are sort of open to trans people they they won't come out and say it yes they wouldn't come out and say it and they wouldn't quite make it apparent make it apparent and like yes because they seem to be more worried uh well the message seemed to be that they were more worried about uh, catering to their pre-existing crowd then yeah then then trying to open up to um you know not being transphobic yeah so um unfortunately that as much as i was like i need to be on olivia cruise now what i really uh meant is that i want to be on a queer cruise that's completely inclusive for all queer people um but it is oh it's a wild ride this article you've got to read it it's, uh, yeah i i, I, I am so nearly finished fun. and also i just do you want to go on an olivia cruise because it's my name yeah well yeah well hopefully they will um you know see all the reaction to this and like it's definitely will they'll have a boost in sales, I should imagine. Yeah, but and also the bit yeah, they need to like yeah, sort some they things do out need to sort some things out and I hopefully they will take the messages from this. Also when she talks about having that friend, didn't you imagine her just as actual Dana from the L Word? Yeah, every time she said Dana, I was like, <laughs> it's just Dana from the L Word, because of course it is. That's the only Dana we all know. And it reminded me of like, you know, when like she and Alice when there's when there's the cruise one and they dress up as the characters from the love boat. Yes. Like yeah. that's just what I was imagining as yeah. like her friend Dana was like the whole time. Yeah. But yes, I will so, finish it. Yeah. I was this, and, and it just gets to this bit where she's done this picture which is like a bunch of the the doors of her people's like um rooms on the cruise they've all like decorated them with oh, like yeah. pictures of themselves and, I literally, I and like them getting married mind. and stuff and like, that is so nice how much fun would we have on an olivia cruise yeah we would yeah but at, well actually as i've said to you and i think this is the future the queer longing cruise <laughs> ideal queer longing into the sunset white ideal. party <laughs> Yes. You're already wearing white. We're ready. Let's go. Okay. I'm not doing <laughs> anything sold. else. Let's do it. Yeah. Queer Longing Cruise. Just let us know if you'd be interested in a Queer Longing Cruise, please, listeners. And we will um, make it happen. Try and make it cheap. It might just be a Queer Longing dinghy. But I think we'd have, <laughs> to, sell, we'd have to sell a lot of mugs. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, if people are interested in our mugs, we need to put a picture up we of do, them. We keep saying that. We need to actually do that. Yeah. Our, our mugs, we're looking at them now, are literally stunning. They're so nice. They are so nice. And I showed a couple of people at the wedding. Oh. <laughs> 
I was doing a bit of PR for the pod because a few people had said that Carrie had mentioned it and that they'd listened. Oh, right. Yeah, so it was cute. And we were like talking about a couple of episodes that they'd listened to. And I was like, well, if you want a mug. And I literally was like, you know... You know, like that that guy who's like on Portobello Road in Bedknobs and Broomsticks who like opens his blazer and he's got all like the gold watches on the inside. I was like that, but like we've got mugs, we've got stickers, we've got... Um... <laughs> Want to buy a sundial? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, we don't quite have sundials yet, but we could. We can do anything with our gorgeous <laughs> we logo. We can, yeah. No, we, we should get this merch out to the people because it, they are great. But yeah, if we'll put a picture up um, before this goes to air and to air to, to air. Know. yeah to air yeah all to, right yeah to air to the blogs and if you are interested let us know because we can make more and that'd be cute wouldn't yeah, it available at a reasonable price yeah <laughs> and whilst we do absolutely agree with our gorgeous gorgeous mugs what this week olivia do we not agree with it's time for i don't agree with it olivia the trick tailor please let me know. What do you not agree with this week? Well, what I don't agree with this week was a bit scary to me. Oh, Be- okay. Yeah, but basically on Monday, yesterday mm. when I was off work, what I really hate, and it's happened to me before when I've been off, are people knocking on my door. <gasps> In the middle of the day. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. Oh my God, what did I, you do? I live on my own. Well, I was watching telly like really loudly in my pyjamas. Yeah, so you obviously, you're evidently in. Yeah, but or you I, were one of those people who has like one of those safeguarding things that turns your telly on. And yeah, <laughs> but then I just like then I just like turned it down like really slowly because I was like, <laughs> oh my god. But then the problem was is that whoever was knocking, like I would have been chill if they'd have just knocked once because I'd be like, oh, it could just be anyone. But they were knocking for ages. Oh my god, the postman! They were knocking for ages, but it won't be the postman because they can't do that. No. Because it's like all gated. They're knocking they, for ages. Yeah, they have to. Call, they have to ring my buzzer if they want to get. No one have rung the buzzer. No one have rung the buzzer. No, that's horrible. So they were just like outside my door, knocking, 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 knocking for like ten minutes, and I was like, oh my god. Um, Did you just ignore it? And they eventually went away. Yeah. Oh my god, I don't agree with that as well. It's horrible when things happen like at your door that you're not expecting. It's literally so horrible. And then like I also got this note through um, like under my door from when I was away from the police saying that like they want to talk to me about my stolen phone and they've like put my name on it but it's like not quite my name what yeah i'll show it you but i don't know if it's like the actual police or not and they were like they were like call as if you want to like talk about it but there's no reference number or anything okay you must show me this this sounds very very dodgy yeah i know so i was just like oh my god and it's literally like scaring me so much i hate it that's horrible yeah. Oh my god. Like, I know. I, yeah, I'd be scared. I know. I'll show it you after. Oh my god. Yeah. Do not agree with it. Go away. Yeah. Leave her alone. So just like no one. Basically, if you're if you're knocking on my door, I am never gonna answer you ever unless like I know that someone's coming around to my house. Oh, same. I I I like never ever. Sometimes I will literally like go up and look out and be like, no, that's what. Well, like, I'm, but the, the, I don't want to, like, go to the peephole because then they'll hear me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I, yeah, yeah. I've, I've done it before. I've done it, like, really, really quietly, walked up the peephole to see right. what it is. And it'll be, like, some, it'll be, sometimes it's, like, Jehovah's Witnesses or something like that. And they've managed to get, they've managed to get in. Really? Um, and I'll be like, oh, I can't right now. Thank you very much. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 too, will not answer the, the door unless I know someone's coming. Like, if someone buzzes the building, 
Um, and I'll never like let them in unless I know someone's coming. Yeah, because usually it's just somebody buzzing everywhere, like just trying to get in. So I know. it's literally oh, so no, horrible. That's horrible. And like you have to like do quite a lot of stuff to get into this building. Yeah, you do. So it like freaked me out loads, and I hated it. Maybe it was the place again. Yeah, maybe. But what? But you, your phone hasn't been stolen, no. so I don't get that. I don't get okay, it. Okay, right. We're gonna look into this. Yeah, Detective Lucy. But the they were like knocking for so long, and I was like really worried that they were gonna be like like say who they were and to like you know what. I me. That'd probably be better. Yeah. Because then you'd at least know. Yeah, but I wouldn't. Now you've just had a phantom caller. Yeah, but I wouldn't know for sure. All I know is that, like, they're telling me something. Some, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it could literally be anyone. You don't have to answer the like, door to I, anyone. I literally don't have... answer the door to anyone. <laughs> so have you paid your TV license? <laughs> yes. And I was like, <laughs> of course she has. She works for the BBC. <laughs> I know. Because, you know, maybe they're just coming knocking. <laughs> they heard your TV and they're like, you're watching TV. They absolutely, like, definitely. <laughs> have got me on the books yes they massively have um yeah no i'm i'm a paid up paid up okay, member well, that is horrible i know i hate it so um hopefully that doesn't happen again but i was like i was wondering if it happened today when i was at work so obviously i don't know yeah like maybe they just have weird people just like knocking on all the doors all the time yeah well i will say that like when i'm because i'm home most mondays when i don't work like people are always walking around knocking on doors and they manage to get in flat buildings and stuff so it probably is just somebody like a jehovah's witness or or one one like a charity person like mm. doing knocking and stuff so hopefully it's just that they managed to get in somehow yeah but they're just not allowed because it's like a secure building so yeah, they can't do that know, but if they get in they get in don't they i hate it <laughs> anyway go away from me because i will never answer you goodbye forever the end and other than not agreeing with my story i, know, I absolutely don't agree with people haranguing you no um what else don't you agree with this week um my i don't agree with this week is very incredibly niche and specific but you know of course it is um oh sorry i'm oh, just kicked you just kicked i'm sorry <laughs> it's quite fine i am encroaching onto your space it's fine it's your space it's your it's your home yes and the people who knock should remember that <laughs> shouldn't they uh, right what i don't agree with prisoner this... <laughs> she can never leave again you can never open the door again. I won't mind. I like my flat. It's yeah, fine. it is lovely. Um, what I don't agree with this week is people... Oh, right. Okay. People like answering incorrectly and stupidly to questions. <laughs> <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds really like... That's not... They must only answer is, cleverly <laughs> and correctly. That is way broader than I mean it to be. Basically, this one situation. Right. So... At my work, I, you know, will make rounds of drinks, yeah? And yeah. Um, I will often say, you know, I'll get up and I'll go, does anybody want a drink? Because it means I'm going and I'm going to make a drink. Yes. There is one person in my office who will always answer, oh yeah, only if you're making one. Of course I'm fucking making one! I'm up <laughs> and I'm asking you if you want a drink! <laughs> yes. And it drives me insane. Every single time. That is their response. Every single time. It is... Oh, yeah, only if you're making one. Do you know what you so, should of do? I'm making one. No, you should do, though. What should I do? Should I go, oh, no, I'm not actually. And sit back down. Yeah. And then just start typing and just look at your computer like you're really busy and be like, <laughs> and be like, oh, no, I didn't realise that you thought that I was making one when I asked if you wanted I, one. I just really wanted to know how your palette was yeah, and whether I or not know, you needed Are you parched? Caffeine. I didn't want to do yeah. anything about that. I didn't yeah. want to help you. <laughs> I just needed that information for myself yeah i'll be adding it to my i'm putting on my spreadsheet yeah because i do have many a spreadsheet yeah and you know thank you for the information <laughs> there'll be a questionnaire emailed to you shortly about your experience yeah <laughs> i'm gonna do that because i'm this close to like shouting at them yes because like 
it it and like if it gets me on like a bad time like i, I now will will make less drinks if i'm in a bad mood because i'll know that they're gonna say it yes. and it's gonna make me want to die i have that with people at work when they say sorry to bother you oh it's like no you're not it's like yeah. it's fine you're here just chat yeah and then it's like i have to like tell you that it's all right that you bothered me and maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but like, I don't really have a choice. Exactly. And also, while we're like doing this like really annoying pleasantry thing, we're just not talking about the thing that you've come over to bother me about. So just yeah, like, just get on with do it, that. crack on. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I'm a delight at work. Oh, Everybody loves I me. I met <laughs> bundle of joy. <laughs> no, I actually am. I just don't like that. No, I'm sure you are. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is my I don't agree with it. So please, if I ever, ever, anybody out there listening, if I ever say, would you like a drink? Please just say yes or no. Oh, you can, you can say many other things, but please do not say only if you're making one. Because yes. I'm obviously fucking making one. Yes. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> the woman has spoken. Yes. But if there is one person that can say whatever they want to me, and if she did say this to me, if she said only if you're making one, I'd be absolutely fine with it. It is our one and only Celine. And that means it is time for <laughs> Celine Watch. So, Olivia, unfortunately... We've come to we've come to an impasse. Can I just say though, I literally just like had an out of body experience about how weird this whole podcast is. <laughs> like this one or the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. Like just then how I, I had one about two minutes ago. Did you? Yeah, like a, a slight one, but I feel like you've had a, you've had a full one. Yeah, because just then when we just like really normally just like did that drum roll and just shouted Celine watch, <laughs> which we've done many times now. <laughs> I was just like, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> Don't you love the idea that like one of your neighbours can just hear like every week, Celine watch. Yes, I do. I yeah. do love that. What are we fucking doing? I don't know, but well, I, I love fine. it. It's fine. We love it. We love it. We live for it. We long for it. And here we are. <laughs> um, but uh, speaking of um, what are they fucking doing? Unfortunately, Celine has not been up to much. No. Um, but I think that's because she's just prepping for this huge gig, which is when this pod goes out this Friday, 5th of July, yeah. Yeah. Hyde Park. Get ready for it because she's bringing it to Lond- London. Yeah. So anyone who's going, let us know. Probably no one because you probably would have told us. Yeah, you probably would have told but us. But if you are, let us know because we're very jealous and we wish we could be there. But, you know, £95 is too much, Celine. It is. <laughs> and yeah, and until then, she's not really been up to much no so, so i think she's just preparing because she yes. did say this is gonna be like the most stupendous sto- yes. show ever so she's probably just like in hiding doing mm. some um like you know having lots of honey lemons less celine dion and more celine dion very good well done thank you <laughs> so unfortunately that's all we can bring you for celine watch this week hopefully next week we'll have a bit well we'll be able to talk about the gig we will there'll be some reviews so surely the reviews will be in <laughs> They'll get sent straight to our inbox, <laughs> which is queerlonging at Wait, gmail.com. You know I might have a Google alert set of... Oh, no, I don't, actually. I yeah, should start one. Should, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's how we need it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's about everything for this week. So until we see you again next time, for those of you who are in London, we hope you have an amazing London Pride. Yeah. And hopefully we'll see some of you there. We'll bring in our stickers as per usual. We will. So we'll be... Stickering everyone up. Stickering a lot of... London, basically. <laughs> we'll be queer longing for everybody. And um, you can get in touch with us in all of the usual ways. You can Instagram us at queer longing. You can tweet us at the same. Or you can write us an email at queerlonging at gmail.com. But till then, we'll be loving you, leaving you, and longing for you. Till next time. Bye! Bye.
feel like this pod is like my whole life. Yeah. Like the, when I got home um, just just now and like was like, oh, I need to make tea quick and I need to then I need to have a shower because then I have to go do the pod. I was like, oh, it's actually like so much more life, but I love it. Yeah. It's like so so. It's, it's like another job, riveting. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it's like the good stuff. Yeah. And this is what I need to focus on. It's like another job that like you actually want to do. Yeah. Xanadu. <laughs> Oh fuck, right, I'm ending this here. Yeah. Cut it off at the pants. <laughs>